You're listening to the More of What Matters podcast, honest conversations for daring women. Welcome to the podcast. Today is a new day. And if you haven't previously listened to other episodes, you probably will have no idea what I'm talking about. But this is new microphone day, which means the way in which you hear this podcast is going to be completely transformed. And if you've been listening for a while, you probably are going to have a sincere appreciation for this shift. It's actually something, I want to talk about this because it's something that I set as a goal for myself in doing this podcast. I had a personal goal of, I want to buy a Shure microphone. Shure is spelled S-H-U-R-E. There is no sponsorship here, although if they'd love to give me one, I'd be happy to take it. This microphone has been on my radar for quite some time. I have been researching. I had taken a look at all of the options before launching the podcast. I knew the reputation that this microphone company had. And specifically for podcasters, it's not the most expensive piece of equipment out there, but for someone who's starting a new podcast who is not making any money doing it and in fact is spending money to do it, it can seem like an upfront investment. And there are less expensive options that are totally fine to start with. And I know some major podcasters, not major, like they don't have a network behind them, but pretty good sized followerships that use completely different microphones than this and less expensive and, you know, get by just fine and sound great. But in the space that I have to work with for recording, I really needed a higher quality sound deepening microphone. And So I set a personal goal, which I highly recommend to any of you that have something that you want to do. And especially if there's like money attached to it, I think sometimes it's helpful because you know that it's never going to come at the perfect time, right? It's never going to be like, oh, I have this money set aside. And maybe you do. And if you do, then maybe you don't do this towards financial things. You do it towards other things. But for me, I know that this podcast currently does not make me does not generate revenue at this point. So I was thinking, okay, let me think of a a way to tie this to a metric that allows me to feel really motivated. So that's what I did. I attached it to a, a listenership metric and I was just really pumped when I hit it, which it just kind of snowballed into hitting it. It was not like one episode went viral and it just, everyone listened to that and that's what got, it wasn't that at all. Did not have any of those kind of stories to share at this time. But in getting this microphone, I will already tell you the preparation for hopping on here and just talking to you today felt elevated. And I'm still in a t-shirt and shorts and I'm still in my home office recording, but I absolutely feel like what you're going to hear is going to be better, higher quality. And with that, I want to talk about our posturing in life. This has been such a theme with people I've been coaching recently that I I know it's like, okay, it's on a lot of people's minds. It's something to talk about because I know that it's not just in business. And a lot of people who listen to this podcast, actually, and I wanted to tell you this, a lot of people who listen to this podcast are not current business owners, but most are parents or are women who aspire to be parents at some point of the journey. And if not, they're, they're still around other women and other parents 
who can relate. And so I find a lot of people sharing episodes like that. But what I was going to say is that we find such incredible value in how we're able to communicate and be effective with anyone, whether it's our friends, our family members, our children, your children's teachers, your community at church, the volunteer organizations you're a part of, sports teams. I mean, you name it. There is literally no cap on the number of small groups that you might be a part of. And so whether you're a business owner or not really doesn't make a difference because that's just one of those communities that you could be plugged into. But what I am noticing more and more is the posturing has a lot to do with are we showing up in a way that commands attention in our communication? And I am really passionate about increasing your reach in helping you be more effective in your day-to-day conversations. I, I love social media. I love the audience that it can pull in in terms of reaching people you would never ordinarily meet. I use social media. I'm obsessed in the healthy ways, I believe. But what I do think is a missing piece to all of this is understanding the value of the conversation you're in at morning drop-off with your kids or the conversation you're in with your spouse before bed, the moments of friendship banter back and forth. What does that look like? What does that feel like? How is that experienced? And is it, as, is it the best possible it could be? Now, there's no perfection recipe here going on. There's no way to say every time you're going to nail it. I don't nail it every time, but I get pretty immediate feedback when I don't nail it, and then I'm like, oh, hey, could do that better, could definitely do that better. And that's actually a really big part of communication is expecting, anticipating feedback that's going to guide you to improve. Let me give you an example of an ordinary moment, and I just, this really hit me because I've actually been practicing with some of my transitions with the kids. And this morning, uh, I said something different. Instead of saying, have a great day, Samuel, have a great day, I looked at him, made eye contact, I got a big smile on my face, and I said, you're going to have a great day, aren't you? And he looks at me, he forms a smile, he says, yeah. Now, Again, nothing magical about that. It really is down to choice and choicefulness. And the essence of what you're saying when you say, have a great day and you're going to have a great day, aren't you, are different in the sense that one is passive and one, there's a response, right? You actually expect to hear something in return. And maybe it's just a smile, right? So it didn't even have to be a yeah. It could be a simple smile. We have millions of those moments in our life to capture. And I, I'm really big into this notion of capturing moments and capturing opportunities. I do not fall victim to missed opportunities. I feel like missed immediately makes you feel shame, like you somehow weren't, you were not able in the moment to decipher what the moment could be. And the reason I say that is so challenging is that you can be almost caught up in a fear loop if that's how you look at it. And I I know like that's a marketing strategy and I, I get that. But what I have seen in my own life is I look at everything as an opportunity to do something, further relationship, further discussion, engage in a new way, try something different, do it differently than everyone else is doing it, do it 
the way that you see others do it well, right? You could be modeling something else, someone else as well. But instead of looking at it as a missed opportunity, let's say this morning you did say have a great day to your child. That is not a missed opportunity. You you conveyed the point, right? When we engage in deeper, more purposeful communication, what you start to see is this capturing of new opportunities that are right in front of you. And there is nothing, I mean, truly very little that I can think of. When I think of more of what matters as a human, like there's very little that I can control beyond my own communication to the extent that I can, com- that I can control my own communication. There's very little that I can control outside of that to the extent, even my own family, like I, I have great influence there, but I'm certainly not in full control. My own being and communication and actions, I have way more direct control over. And so I find that to be really helpful in so much of my coaching when I'm sitting down with a client or we're talking through a, a situation or something they continue to run into. I say, how do you speak about that? What kind of things do you tell yourself? What are the thoughts that creep in? What are the things that are going through your mind when you when you think of that person or that situation? And the things that are shared are so incredibly insightful, but we don't take the time. And what you also see in that is that you are in constant communication with yourself. And that can be really helpful or really hurtful to the outcome that you want. And so the whole purpose of today's conversation, yes, there's clarity in my microphone and I hope it's an amazing experience. I can't wait to hear what you think. I also thought it was so perfectly timed that the message that I had so vividly on my heart to talk to you about was in communicating in our most effective way. And I really believe that that's that's a lane of which I spend so much of my time coaching clients on and with and to improve upon. And it's something I'm continually fine-tuning and we can all do it better. Even the most eloquent speakers in the world will tell you that they practice that piece of their craft more than anything else. And why would someone like a John Maxwell say that? Because he knows the difference between someone who is above average in their communication and someone who is excellent is actually about 10%. But that 10% is time spent ahead of time preparing for that moment. And most of us, there's so much rush involved with our day-to-day that we don't see any time to fit that in. And I'll tell you, the instance with my son this morning was purely in the car on the way to school saying, I wonder what I could do differently in that moment where I say, have a great day, that would feel different to him, for him. I just wonder what I could do. And that thought crept in thought about it for 10 seconds, and I was like, what if I asked him a question, like a positive question, a question that led him to say yes? What's a yes question in that moment? And I know how good it feels to be reminded, you're going to have a great day today. When someone says that to me, I'm like, yeah, you're right, I am. You're right, I am. Have a fabulous week. This is going to be a great week for you. I can't wait to see and hear what's on the other side. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today on the More of What Matters podcast. I hope you're taking away some really powerful insights from this episode. I'd love to hear how you're going to apply the inspiration you received today to your own life. 
feel free to DM me on Instagram. I'm at always a and follow the show more of what matters podcast. to let me know what's leaving you lit up so I can cheer you on. If you haven't done so already, can you take a moment to subscribe to this show and leave a rating or review? You have no idea how much every single action helps this podcast grow and thrive. Thank you so much for being here. And remember, there's never a better time than now to pursue more of what matters.